Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by the very lovely Madison Hamilton, and we're going to chat about her brand new book titled The Gunner. But before I even embark and say good morning to Maddie, listeners, I need to tell you this. Look at this review. It says, Sons of Anarchy, eat your heart out, fire and ice and action abound, excellent thrills and heated passions. Now, Maddie's thriller slash adult romance fiction is something we all need on our book list. Maddie, how are you today? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. You've intrigued me right from the start. Um, your This thriller slash adult romance fictional book you've written is actually really unusual. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten yeah. that a lot actually. <laughs> <laughs> but how fabulous because there's so much um, out there. There's, there's lots of thrillers. There's lots of romance. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Gunner just to set the scene? So. With Gunner, I really love to focus on my FMC, so my female male character, female main character, yeah. um, Lyric, who is this beautiful firecracker Australian girl uh-huh. with a tortured past because you can't have a character without a tortured past. <laughs> you can't really have a human. Most of us have a tortured past. That's exactly that's exactly right. Um, and she's grown up in the motorcycle world in Australia, but when she is given this opportunity to move to the US with her brother. She takes it immediately. Um, now, when she meets Gunner, it's not exactly love at first sight. Huh? <laughs> um, Why, definitely... <laughs> Because she speaks her mind and he's <laughs> not used to that kind of woman. And I really quite love her as a character because she's embodies what I feel like a strong Australian woman is. Yeah, nice, really nice. And I, I could possibly say you will attract a lot of readers just for that, you know, um, fact that. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, you know, there's many women out there that love a strong female role model. Mm. Um, but, you know, your characters have got really interesting names. Where do you come up with such unique names? Well, Lyric, I just felt like, um, I don't know, her name just kind of came out of the blue. In all honesty, I was going, what's what's a really kind of cool name for this character? I didn't want her to be like a Debbie or like something like that, like really quite plain. I wanted her to have that unique name. Whereas with Gunner, he grew up in that um, motorcycle world, so he's going to have that unique name because he is the son of a single father who was also part of the club as well. So he's going to have that unique name of Gunner as well. He is also quite good with a gun. <laughs> ah, okay, clever. Now, I read in your media kit, um, Maddie, about, you know, your 
beliefs on ethics in the writing industry, and that's to write about what you know as an author, um, which interested me. Have you been in a bike gang yourself? <laughs> oh, well, no, actually I haven't, but I've done extensive <laughs> research. And the more yeah. ethics about it is more the fact that I don't want to offend I agree with you. Any anybody, any yeah. race, any sexuality, anything like that with something I don't know. You're right. Um, yeah. So it's a tricky line to kind of, you know, balance on. And so I, tricky. I do understand that I do need like some more diversity in my characters, which is why I am kind of aiming towards further on throughout the series. Um, but this is just the start of it and I just thought I'd just kind yeah. of stick with what. Do what you know. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that's really smart, Maddie, because then you develop an authenticity in a character that you can uh, stand on. You really know that that's right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, back to the bike gang, though, I'm so interested in that. I've never read anything like that before. Is that Was that just kind of like an interest to you or...? How did that come about? Well, I've always been reading. I've always been reading since I was like 10. I started on the Twilight <laughs> series, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the biker stuff just came about. I was just literally just searching for my next book and I came across um, the Insurgent series by Chia Wilder, I believe her name is. Okay. I think I've said that. I've absolutely butchered that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it sounds good to me. <laughs> um and it really intrigued me and to the point where I was like, oh, I could write something like this. Yeah, good one. Nice. Yeah. And, I and I've think- always had a thing for a bad boy. So. <laughs> Many a woman does, Maddie. So you're <laughs> a winner there, I think. <laughs> but you've said, um, you know, you've crossed genres and put a thriller in there as well. Um, why? Was that deliberate? It was actually because I actually really have this kind of fascination when it comes to um, mixing genres. I think it's really quite. Um, I do too. So I hear exciting. You. It's it exciting is. because, um, like, you can't. You, life isn't just one genre. No, it is not. I love this. You got, I love this. You got to have comedy. You're going to have your sadness. You're yeah. going to have your tragedy. You're going to have your romance. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's really refreshing. Actually, good one. Good one. And when you're writing, you've mentioned you've been a writer for a long time. Is that correct? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like um, a complete 20, passion. I'll be 25 on the 7th of April and that would mean I've been writing for about 12 years. Wow, that's fabulous. So obviously Gunner is big. Um, it's not your first publication though? No, no, and that's a whole different mess. But <laughs> a beautiful mess. That's what life is, Maddie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gunner part of a series? I read in Yes, me. it is. Yeah. Yes, so it can, is. It's a- Actually, the second in the Black Alchemy series. Um, Brewster is the first novel, and I'm hoping to get that republished with Shoreline eventually. Fantastic. Um, yep. And I just hope that what – so, yeah, it is part of a series. Um, I've lost track of what I was saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Do readers have to read your first book first to be able to pick up Gunner? No, no. So they're okay. all standalone novels, but they are oh, part right. of one big series. Yeah. Um, I think from the third book, which will be entitled Stone, till about the fifth book, which is entitled Ghoul, um, you probably would need to read those ones in order yeah. because there are there is a villain that kind of crosses over those those few books. 
Wow, look at you go. You're very experienced. So can you tell me, Maddie, what, what does the writing process look like for you? Oh, it's a, it's a lengthy process. So I usually start <laughs> with... Um, I usually start with just good old-fashioned pen and paper. I have yeah. Yeah. so many notebooks at home and I do something that's called a chapter-by-chapter chapter review. So what I do is I ch- write out what's going to happen in each chapter in dot point form. Yes. And then I finally go to my computer once I'm happy with that form and actually physically write it out with full sentences and chapters and paragraphs and all that. Wow, that's such an interesting approach. And I I love, we have a lot of listeners that are either embarking on a writing career or are really, really interested in how different writers do it. So that's actually really interesting, Maddie. So you've got the whole, you know, story in your mind pretty much, have you, before? Well, it definitely, that's definitely how I worked it out with Ghana. When Rooster, yeah. when I was writing Rooster, I was actually challenged to write something I had never written before in one of my classes in university because I took a creative writing course. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and I wrote the prologue to Rooster in that one-hour class and then the rest of the book kind of came along 14 yeah. weeks later. Yeah. And it was a really rough draft but I kind of went on from that. But I realised with Gunnar I needed a more solid step-by-step plan. Yeah. That's where the chapter-by-chapter yeah. came about. Yeah. And do you feel your writing is better because of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and when you've gone back and edited and reviewed, Gunnar, have you felt comfortable still to make changes even though they might be different to what you'd originally set out? Absolutely. I've been reading a lot recently as well, joining the BookTok community and all that kind of stuff and kind of really enjoying the new style of readers, writers, sorry, um, and it's kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, wow, I've actually gone, okay, this trope, the way I've had it played out technically should be in trope jail. <laughs> um, so I've I've improved on that and I've kind of gone, oh, you know what, I can do this instead and actually really bring in lyrics, beautiful, um, fiery personality in this instead. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, that's really, again, so interesting for listeners. I mean, we're always morphing and changing as writers and creators Um and I love that you're incorporating your style, Maddie, into that. That's that's very, very mm. important. So <clears throat> Gunner's soon to be released. What was your greatest challenge in writing that? Um, honestly, Gunner came along pretty easily. I'm not gonna lie. Um Lyric's character really developed from a few of the girls I knew at university. Mm. Um and Gunner, he was just kind of he was there from the first book and I always intended him to be this kind of unapproachable giant. <laughs> but then and she he broke him down, right? He did, absolutely she did. I love that. I love that. And, you know, are you a writer with a happy ending or without being a spoiler alert or do you throw the reader into turmoil at the end of your stories? No, I'm actually not a fan of um, people, uh, writers that do that. Not to say that that's a bad thing. Me as a reader, me as a reader personally, I don't really enjoy that. Um, And like, because look, there are some times when recently at the beginning of this year, I finished a novel and it ended on a huge cliffhanger. And I was like, well, I have to get the other one now, but you can only (laughs) buy it online. So I had to wait for it to arrive. Oh my God, it was 
absolutely painful. So <laughs> no, I, totally I always agree. have. I absolutely have an HEA in all of my novels, but they might kind of um, at the end of each one, they may actually give a little hint into what's going to happen like in the next that. one. So Perfect. the couples are going to get happy endings, but there may be some turmoil in with what's happening with the club at the end of these books. That's okay, though. So for a romantic like me, I can cope with that because I can get yes. <laughs> my fix of romance but still with the mystery of and the intrigue of wanting a bit more. Perfectly done, Maddie. <laughs> so obviously that's something that readers can in expect when reading um, your book. What else can they expect when they're going to pick up and read Gunner? Um, a lot of trigger warnings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I try and do it in the most respectful way possible. I'm, I've made Lyric a full survivor of a lot of hard troubles that have happened in her life and yeah. I really yeah. want to dedicate this book to the survivors being a survivor of a certain type of trauma myself. I wanted that to be quite um, a resilient um. That's so brave uh, of you to do that, but really powerful too because, again, that will just be so authentic to your readers. So um, yeah. I admire that. And really that's our voice as writers to get out there and um, impact in that way, and I'm sure it will. Um, would you say you write in a unique way? You know, you talked about how before writing's changing and morphing. How are you unique, do you think? I like to think that I'm quite unique in the fact that my characters have their unique voices. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think when it comes, to, I also like to think that I'm quite unique in the fact that there's, um, like my my imagery of these um, places that they're set in is a, a little bit different from what people yeah. are used to. I I agree with that. And do you think that helps you stay away from the cliche of romance in itself as well? I like to hope so, but sometimes I like to play into that cliche a little bit because yeah. it's it look it's a cliche for a reason. Correct. It works. Nice answer. Yeah, it is. You're right. That is exactly right. Well, Maddie, I am loving the sound of everything you do. Let's get our listeners to um, get to know you a little bit more with um, my segment, "A Minute Inside Your Mind." Are you game today, Maddie? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Now you can say pass if you can't quite think of of what to say. Um, if not. Let's go for it. Maddie, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? I actually still live in Sydney, but I would travel the world um, on a constant basis. Nice. Imagine the writing we could get out of that, right? Oh, my God. So I've oh my God. done a month in Europe a few years ago and oh. it was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. See, it's just building that schema, isn't it? So yes, good. it is. What's your favourite type of music? Um, I'm so eclectic. I'm so eclectic. Uh, I will go from a Disney song to one minute to a Def Leppard song the next. Like I, I'm not even joking. My music taste is way out there. I love it. That's so cool. And if you could be any celebrity in the world, who would you be? Like Blake Lively because she's married to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you are so cool. <laughs> what's your, what's your favourite season in the year? Um, it's actually winter because then I can bring out my cute sweater and jeans and then there's, you know, those rainy Sundays where you just stay in bed and read all day. Oh, no. Or how good's the writing on the roof when you're – the rain on the roof when you're trying to write? Oh, it just gives so you permission good. to be in there and to, to write. <laughs> it's so satisfying, honestly. It is. 
Now, as a creator, what's your most creative time of day? Um, probably about an hour after I've come home from work. Um, I get to have my downtime. I do a quick read or I scroll through Instagram or TikTok for a good hour and then all of a sudden I just kind of pop up and go, you know what, I'm just going <laughs> to pound this out for, for a bit. <laughs> I love your honesty. It's actually really inspiring. <laughs> Second last question. If you could change anything in the world right now, what would you change? Oh, I'm going to get real political now. Um, <laughs> um, definitely everything that's happening in the US at this current time. Um, I mean, they've had hundred and something shootings in three months and it's barely been a hundred days. Time to stop. It's really time. It's time to really kind of take a look at what's going on. And I think that's what's happening now is that the new generation, my generation, Generation Z and Generation Alpha are actually going, hang on, this stuff's not not, yeah. not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think it's just really important. And we'll look at what Australia's done and look at what the UK has done when we have had mass shootings. Mm. It's been an immediate response and this stuff with America is now it's 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 getting it's enough, yeah. It is enough. Yeah. Well said. Well said. And may I just throw in there that I think it's wonderful that, that writers like you um, are publishing books like Gunner because there's escapism in that, there's heroes in that, there's there's just so much in those novels that can take us away from the trauma um, around the world. So I congratulate you well, on that. Well, here's the thing as well, though. Here's the thing as well, though. I have actually made comments in Rooster where there is a certain traumatic experience that my female main character goes through, which yeah. is something that most American students and teachers are going through, um, and it actually changes the club. So it, they no longer provide or run guns. They now turn to a different way of making money for their club and their family. So you're actually giving answers as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Need to get that book into the US, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky last question, <clears throat> Maddie. If you uh, had a message out there as to why every single person needed to buy themselves a copy of Gunner, what would it be? It would be to support those survivors and really kind of see that life does go on from traumatic experiences and that life can be beautiful after traumatic experiences and I feel like lyric especially um embodies that yeah yep triumph through adversity right absolutely well, well congratulations I wish you every success going forward um listeners I encourage you to get out there and grab yourself a copy today of Madison Hamilton's brand new uh, thriller slash adult romance book um, as soon as you can. It's available online and soon to be in all good bookstores and libraries right around the world. Thank you, Maddie, for your time today. I was really inspired talking to you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. Produced by Shoreline Publishing.